I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. So this is what I look like when I talk. If you're actually watching the video of this, I am doing my first solo episode I've ever recorded as a video. So just trying something new. As I've said many times, the Discomfort Practice podcast is very much part of my own discomfort practice. It stretches me to do things that I'm not yet good at and possibly have never done before. So, for example, hosting a podcast or speaking to people who are scarily amazing and I have to work up gumption to invite them anyway and then interview them and then discover they're really nice people and it's not that hard. (laughs) So here I am talking to you on camera if you're watching this on whatever platforms I decide to put this on. I think Instagram's the obvious one. I might get some YouTube action in there later and probably post it on my website as well. But just a big shout out to Zencaster, the platform I use to record this podcast. They do a great job. And I switched over from Zoom that I was previously using because of the quality of their video. So I would love, if you're watching this as a video, I would love your feedback on A, how the quality is, and B, also if you'd like more of these, if you'd like more videos of me talking or me interviewing guests, because I do the video to all of them, but I just haven't done anything with it. So again, that's my stretch. That's my discomfort practice, producing videos, being on camera. But really, I've spent years cringing at myself on camera because it's what you have to do if you know you're going to end up being on the news or representing a campaign or being a spokesperson. You just have to get used to it. Watch yourself back. It's a great practice. So if anybody has ever not watched themselves back on camera, I challenge you to do it sometime because It is always hard, always cringing. There are always things that you realize you do with your mouth or your eyes or your hands or whatever, but it it helps you to reflect and actually get better at it. So this is something that I have all of my students do, whether it's through my Cambridge Institute for Sustainability Leadership course, which they're required to do as part of their course. They have to make videos or in my undergrad course on leadership, they have to practice presenting and I challenge them to practice by recording themselves. This is just a little bit of a, hot tip on a discomfort practice thing, because we live in such a digital world now, obviously, that the ability to be comfortable on screen, on camera, which is essentially what we all are doing every day when we're on Zoom or whatever, is a really good skill to have. And if you're interested in upping your social media game and reaching more people and being more effective in your message and your impact, being better on camera, on screen, is a good skill to have. So that's my little public service announcement on Just film yourself, watch yourself back, give yourself one note on something you could do better today. So this leads into what I want to talk about in this solo episode. And I want to talk about the discomfort of recognizing yourself. So it's about when you have actually done some things, you have actually accomplished some things. And this this episode is going to be coming out end of 2021, beginning of 2022. So it's that perfect time of year when We tend to think back on what we've accomplished this year and think about what we want to do in the next year. And we are, as it has escaped no one alive, in the arse end of nowhere, pandemicville. We don't know where we are. 
I've talked about this a few times already. We don't know if we're in the middle of it. We don't know if we're toward the end of it. We don't know what is going to happen next. So it's really important to pause and recognize what we've got, recognize what we've done in spite of the really challenging conditions we're going through, in spite of all the changes going on around us. So I'm guessing you probably accomplished more than you thought you did this year. So I host a co-working session every Tuesday morning at my home. You can see it behind me at my table over there. It's for female change makers, solopreneurs, all of us. And there's just been a really amazing crop of women who have come and gone. And there's always a steady crowd, people who keep coming. Some have dropped off because they've gotten full-time jobs. And there's a nice group of alumni growing. But we did this last Tuesday. And I just wanted to give us all the chance to reflect on what we've done as solopreneurs. So if you're listening to this and you do work by yourself or you're a boss and you don't have a boss who sits you down and gives you an annual review, please do this. This is actually really important. And it's one of the things that I recognize we tend to be bad at as entrepreneurs, as solopreneurs, people working on our own. I once had a coach who asked me how good I was as a boss to myself. And I had to think about that and admit, oh, I'm a pretty terrible boss to myself at the time. But it gave me consciousness of it and it gave me something to work on. And so I asked her then at the start of each of our coaching sessions, if we could be accountable, she would keep me accountable to start our sessions by reflecting back on what I'd accomplished since my last session with her. So hello, Maggie Newton. Right, Clematis Coaching. She's amazing. You should check her out. And that made me realize every time we would go through that list, Maggie would say something like, Betsy, that's incredible. <laughs> and it, as somebody who tends to be quite ambitious, it never feels like enough when you're in it. Maybe you can relate to that. When you're asked what you've achieved, unless you've made a list, you probably feel like there's always more you could do. There's always more that you could be pushing towards. And I think it's really important to our sense of accomplishment, our sense of self, but also if you're trying to do something good in the world, it's really important to pause and recognize what has changed. Because when you're in the midst of the change, you never really see it. It just evolves around you and you don't realize how far you've come until you look back. So there are various reasons you don't do this and I don't do this, I'm guessing. A few of those would be, we think we don't have time which is kind of a legitimate excuse, but not really. Maybe you don't think it's worthwhile. And actually, this is what I encountered last Tuesday with my beloved Accelerator Tuesday ladies, my co-working ladies. I proposed a certain number of points to list. I said, I think everybody should list 10 things that they've achieved in the past year. And the three other ladies who were set to come all were like, I don't know if I can come up with more than three. And I pushed. I said, no, come up with 10. So maybe you don't think it's worthwhile. And then also maybe you think you haven't done anything. Maybe you simply forget. Or maybe you think you don't deserve recognition. All of those things are kind of valid reasons that keep us from recognizing ourselves and what we've done. So let's address each of those things. And if you see me looking down as you watch this, this is because I'm checking out my notes. So let's start with I don't have time. Okay, and if I did, why would I do this? Maybe I get it. <laughs> We're all busy. We're all stressed. But have you noticed that every single person on earth makes time for the things that they either really have to do or really want to do? So 
you always have time to do something like watch Netflix or take care of your child. So why not make this something that's either fun, like Netflix, or as important to your self-care as taking care of your kids or taking care of someone else? Because, you know, if we're not taking care of ourselves, we really can't do a great job of taking care of anyone else. So I would propose this as a self-care kind of thing. But what is also useful about recognizing yourself and what you've accomplished is it's also a step back. So do it from the perspective of as if you're your own boss or your own cheerleader. Just step back and see it as things, you know, don't get emotionally attached to them because then it's a real pathway for gratefulness. I find if you just sort of go, all right, let's list these things unemotionally that I've accomplished this year. And then it gives you a chance to actually be grateful and think, wow, I've had so many opportunities to do things. I'm really grateful to myself. I'm really grateful to people who helped me accomplish these things. And we know that gratitude actually has an immensely helpful boost to your immune system because it boosts dopamine and serotonin. It helps you to be less stressed. It helps you to feel happier, which then, of course, has a knock-on effect on your ability to think strategically and be healthy because it boosts your immune system. So actually, gratefulness is a beautiful practice, and that can really flow from your self-recognition session or practice if you want to do it regularly. So if you are forgetful, and because this is not a habit for most of us, you probably will forget. So set a timer or put it in your calendar once a month or once a quarter to a quarterly self-review on what you've accomplished or monthly. Just make it regular. Make it a practice that always helps with actually building and keeping habits. Or maybe make a date with a coach or make a date with a friend and you swap lists. It's a great thing to do over coffee. You just sit there and think, all right, what did you accomplish? And then the big one, the one that really helps us to self-sabotage and not do this stuff is that I don't deserve it. I haven't done anything. I would contend that that is not in any way possible because you're always accomplishing something. You got out of bed in the morning or maybe you started a business. There's a lot of range between those two points, but hopefully you get my point that you probably have done more than you recognize. If that's your thought, I don't believe you. <laughs> like I nudged on with my ladies from Accelerator Tuesdays, they all got rolling and found that definitely had no problem finding 10 things to recognize themselves for over the past year. And a few of us even found it was hard to stop writing. So I'm going to walk you through a process. I would like to invite you to do this when you have time to get comfortable and to close your eyes. So obviously, if you're driving in a car right now, don't do this. But if you have time right now, or you can make time, come back to this recording, pause it when you need to, I'm going to just lead you through a little bit of dropping in because we know everything we need to know inside of ourselves. Our brains are smart. Our instincts are smart. And we know all of the things we need to know, including the things that we've accomplished and can recognize ourselves for. So we just need to pause and ask. So either come back to this or let's do this now. Okay. So find a comfortable seat. You can lie down. You can be at your desk. You can be in bed wherever is comfortable for you and wherever gives you some quiet to just take five to 10 minutes to do this. So I'm going to do this in about five minutes and you can pause whenever you want to. If you need a little more time to drop in, hit pause. 
If you need a bit more time to reflect, keep it paused. Come back when you're ready. So get comfortable. If you're ready for this, get comfortable. Close your eyes. Have a pen and paper handy. And now just take a few breaths into the nose and out through the mouth. In. And out. In. And out. Now just begin to follow that breath into your body through the nose. All the way down to your toes. Whether you're sitting or you're sitting cross-legged or lying down. Follow that breath down your body. And on your exhales, follow it back out. If your mind gets distracted, simply draw it back to the breath. You're letting yourself just be focused, be clear with the breath for a few minutes. You can go back to whatever you need to do later. And now as you follow that breath up and down your body, begin to notice if there's anywhere in your body it just needs to soften a little bit, or that feels anxious. You're just dropping in and starting to notice yourself. Asking yourself some questions and turning on your internal awareness. So don't worry, you don't need to do anything now. You're just noticing things. To recognize how you're feeling right now. Are you feeling okay? Are you feeling maybe a little bit stressed, busy, anxious? Maybe you had too much coffee. Maybe you're hungry. Just recognize there's nothing wrong or right here. You're just recognizing right now how you feel. And then maybe think back to the beginning of 2021 or whenever you set maybe some goals, some intentions. Maybe at work you set some annual targets. Maybe it's just for six months. Maybe it's for a month. Maybe it's a whole year. Maybe you do resolutions. What did you want to accomplish this year at work or in your personal life? And keep your eyes closed if you want. Or just gaze softly into the distance. We're down at the floor. Pause if you need to here. Pause the recording. And just take some time to let those thoughts percolate. What did you need to do this year? What did you want to do this year? It might be you wanted to let go of something. You wanted to hit a certain target at work. You wanted to establish a better relationship with someone. What's that whole collection of things? Now pause this recording and write down Start a list to come back to, if you need to. What have you accomplished this year that was aligned with those intentions, those goals, maybe just those knowings of what you needed to do, what you wanted to do this year? Start to give them words, shape, language. Again, pause this anytime you want to. Come back to it anytime you want to. I'm going to challenge you to come up with at least 10 things. At least 10. You can do this. And if you're feeling skeptical or insecure, because often skeptical comes from self-sabotage because you actually are worried that you can't do this thing, I'm going to push. And I promise you, you will find at least 10 things.
So when you have that list, come back and unpause this or just remember this. And when you're ready with that list, read it out loud and let it sink in just how much you've accomplished, especially in the midst of a pandemic. Maybe read that list to a trusted friend or family member or your partner and just ask them to help you recognize just how much you've done this year, just how much you've achieved. And maybe it's about being. A lot of my list this year turned out to be very different from past years, and it was about the things that I have let go of, the space that I have made by tidying up my energetic loose ends, which I talked about in my last solo episode. So just let it sink in how much you've accomplished. And then take a moment to feel that in your body. Where in your body do you feel that? That sense of accomplishment. Maybe purpose. Maybe there's a little ripple of excitement. Maybe there's some sorrow over some things that you had to quit or give up. Or relationships that you had to leave behind. Maybe there's a bit of sadness because the world has changed so much. And you've changed with it. You've had to adapt. We all have. So let yourself just be with whatever feelings come up as you read that list. Honor those feelings. Maybe it's a sense of pride, a sense of joy, a sense of sadness. Whatever those things are, just be with them. You can write them down if you want to or simply just feel them. And then end with gratefulness for the opportunity to do each of those things on your list or be each of those things or give up each of those things. Whatever they are, go through them one by one. Maybe you want to do one a day for the next 10 days or however many days you have on that list. Maybe you've got 50 things. So you've got 50 days of gratefulness right there in front of you. And every day start with, I am so grateful for the opportunity to fill in the blank, whatever it is on that list. And just start to feel how things shift, how your perspective on yourself shifts, how your energy shifts how you yourself start to transform simply by recognizing yourself that you are worthy of recognition. You are probably a great employee, hopefully an increasingly good boss to yourself. Even if you have a boss, you still are the boss of yourself. Nobody's the boss of me. (laughs) And just give yourself a moment every day to be grateful. And I would say, listen to your life. Maybe if you do monthly full moon new moon you build in a little recognition ritualize it maybe it's something that you do at the first or the end of each month maybe it's something you do as a quarterly review it's what i do with accelerator tuesdays ladies we have a quarterly strategy session for ourselves and we each set strategy but also recognize what we've gotten done against our goals in the past quarter So keep practicing this and practicing it as a form of gratefulness and self-care. And even if it makes you uncomfortable, practice discomfort. These are the things that stretch us. These are the things that are ultimately self-care that make us bigger and more expanded. And maybe in learning to recognize yourself, you also gain capacity to recognize others, to recognize good things going on in the world around you. 
when you might be having a dark moment where you think, oh, there is really nothing going on that I'm interested in and it excites me right now. Switch your lens. Change your glasses on life and start with yourself. To recognize what is great that you yourself have done, you have accomplished this year. And then maybe you'll start to see some things around you that are better than you thought they were. So that is all I've got for you today, but I hope that this has been useful for you. I would love to hear from you how this practice lands for you. I would love to hear if you would like any more sessions like this, because it's something between a self-development workshop and a guided visualization. And these are things I love to do and do quite often, both in my friend group, but also in my corporate sessions, my purpose sessions, my well-being sessions and leadership work. So if that is of interest to you, please let me know and pass this along to anybody you think would benefit from it. If you know any solopreneurs, anybody who really deserves to take a moment to recognize themselves or who really doesn't do it enough for themselves and you know that they're awesome, but they don't quite see it. So maybe this is a thing to do with them or just pass along. But please do spread the word about the Discomfort Practice podcast. I would be so grateful if you would head to wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Leave me your five-star and written review, share, like, all of the things because it genuinely does help. Helps me to reach new people, helps us in the algorithms. It's just the way this stuff works. So whatever time of year you're listening to this, wherever in the world you are, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you benefit from it. And I'm grateful to be part of your day. So take care of yourself. Stay uncomfortable and recognize yourself. Thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. If you enjoyed this episode, follow and like The Discomfort Practice wherever you listen to podcasts, leave me a five-star and written review, and share this with other people. Help me to reach new audiences with this idea that consciously practicing discomfort helps us to individually and collectively discover our superpowers and create a society and a planet where everyone can thrive. Thank you so much to my guests all season. Go back and listen to a few more episodes to hear more of them. They are wonderful humans doing amazing things in the world. Thanks to my team who helped me produce this podcast and for those who inspire me through their writing, their conversation, and their support. So that's all from me for now. Follow me on Instagram at the Betsy Reed if you want to get to know me a bit better, some of my thoughts. And in the meantime, stay uncomfortable.